0: Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I'm getting kind of excited because it's almost the 100th episode. I need to do something really big and exciting for that. I don't know what... But I'll think about it. I've got a few weeks still, but that's kind of a big milestone, a hundred episodes of the podcast. And for you listeners who are here with me, thank you so much. I absolutely love this podcast community and the podcast experience. It's been really fun. And with that, I'll start with a review. This was a really fun one. It's from Farmer's Daughter Stitches. And she says, I just had to Google search how to write a review on a podcast As it turns out, you cannot write one on Spotify. It only took me this long to write a review because I didn't know how to write one with a laughy face emoji. I wish it was a little more intuitive, side note, but. This podcast has been everything that I didn't know I needed to hear. From the secrets of Instagram to legal advice and everything in between, I have gained so much insight and inspiration from Elizabeth and the many talented and thoughtful guest speakers that have been on the show. Whether you need help setting goals, You're figuring out how much to charge for your time. You're deciding to hire someone, writing a pattern, diving into marketing, or you're not sure how to handle the naysayers. Elizabeth can help. Her words are so encouraging and helpful. Whether you're a seasoned quilterpreneur or you're just picking out your first fabric pull, when someone takes their wealth of knowledge and shares it with the world, truly amazing things can happen. Thank you so much for all that you do and for all that you share. Farmer's Daughter Stitches, this is such a sweet review. I am going to have to go and look you up and follow you. Like, this is just really sweet. Thank you so much. I'm honored that what I share is of value to you and that it's been, you know, you've touched on some of the topics and also the guests. You know, I really try to curate some great guests who bring value to the conversation. So thank you so much. And for going to Google how to leave a review, that's actually very touching. So thank you. If you have not left a review on the podcast, I would love for you to do that. It really does mean a lot, and it does help the podcast show to be seen by more people and to have more success, and therefore I can continue to bring you episodes. So thank you again, Farmer's Daughter Stitches. And today I did want to share that I have been thinking about for a while, and I am really excited to announce that I will be offering in 2023 a mastermind. You know, I've talked about this in the past. If you've listened to past episodes, I've done a lot of research on masterminds. I've joined some awesome mentorship programs and courses. So, okay, why I want, let me just share why I'm thinking of doing a mastermind. First of all, I have seen the power of it. So, I have seen other people who have been in masterminds and like the absolute growth that they've had. I've also read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And that's where I think the modern idea of a mastermind has come from. And if you haven't read or listened to that book, I mean, I know it's a bit older, but uh, it's very, I think it's very powerful and has some great ideas. And one of which is a mastermind. And Napoleon talks about the power of synergy, you know, that the whole is greater than the parts. And that's another reason why I want to do this mastermind. I am excited to bring on 10 to 12 people for the entire year of 2023 and to see the power of us working together. Ideally, these are people who are in the quilting industry, people who have been in business and have had success. So not a very new entrepreneur. I'll have another program that will be geared more towards that. But this would be a group of people who have had some level of success and hopefully around the same level of success. And each person brings something to the group, some experience, insight, creativity, energy. And together, what we come up with is greater than what we could alone. And I have seen that, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people who are not intimidated by success of others. That's a prerequisite because you can't be in a mastermind and be helping other people with their business and them helping you if you feel this sense of competitiveness or like, no way, I can't help them. They might, or I can't share this. They'll take my idea. You know, you've got to know and trust that you're with safe people. Um, But then also another reason for doing this is seeing the power of momentum. You know, when there is forward energy It causes more forward energy. An object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside source. What is that, like Newton's law of physics or something? I feel like I'm in seventh grade again. But um, you get with a bunch of people who are in motion and having success, and it just propels more, more success. And to be in the room with those people, it's just invaluable. So I am really excited to announce that I will be hosting that mastermind for 2023. And if you are interested and you want to learn more, visit my website. There's an application on the top toolbar. Let's see, if you're on your phone or mobile device, it will be a little sandwich bar at the top left side of my website. Or you can visit the show notes for the show and there will be an application. So more details there. But please take a look if this is something you feel like would be of interest to you or a good fit for you. Again, there will only be 10 to 12 people And more details are on the website, but I'm very, very excited to offer that mastermind. And you do not need to be an alumni of mine, by the way. This is open to anyone in the quilting community who is interested in having, uh, being a part of a mastermind. You know, I had said last week that I was going to do an episode on improving by just 1%. And I shared, you know, ever so briefly that... uh, (laughs) I tried to jump into doing that, very motivated, and per Elizabeth Norm, I just jumped in full speed, and instead of improving by 1%, I thought, what if I just did a little bit more? Wow, I've got this momentum. I'm going to do more and more, and I got burned out, and um, so I'm actually, I'm not going to speak on that today. I'm still sitting with how I feel on that topic, how I want to move forward with it, And I'm still dealing with some health issues from jumping in way too fast. So I will talk about that down the road. uh, But I just I need to let that simmer a bit more and and figure out, you know, how to present and what to present on that. It's still a very exciting and awesome idea. I mean, summary of that, what I'm probably going to say is to do only the 1% but we'll talk more about that another time because there's there's a lot to go into with that one that's really cool and powerful and fun and then some warnings you know of what to avoid. So like I said we're gonna shelf that one for now and today I am excited to just kind of have a candid conversation with you. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is something that has come full circle for me. And I say this is a candid conversation because I'm, I mean, I debated how much do I share with you listeners today? How raw and real do I get? And it's going to get pretty raw and real. Um, So if you're here for that, buckle up. But we, I want to talk about with you how to work with your dream collaborators. So let me just, what does that mean? What, what are we talking about here? There are people that you most likely would love to collaborate with. And by collaborate, it, it could mean anything. I mean, what I'm specifically going to talk about today is how to borrow someone else's audience. Someone who has a different audience than you or a bigger audience than you or even a crossover, it might be the same audience, but there's a lot of value in that social proof and having someone else valid- you know, validate you and say, hey, look, here's someone that I know, like and trust. You should know and like and trust them as well. So even if your audiences are the same, you want to get seen in front of someone else's audience by that person. So I actually want to begin, with this candid thing that I talked about, a cautionary tale. And as I said, this comes full circle. So I'm being pretty transparent about myself here. The good news is the person that this involves is probably not listening. So (laughs) you won't know who I'm talking about. And even if you think you know it is, you probably don't. So I feel safe sharing this story. But okay, getting in front of your dream collaborators. So there was someone that I really wanted to work with I wanted to get in front of their audience and not just work with them but like be friends and I knew that we would have synergy and work together and like we could both lift each other's business together and so I bought my way into this person's atmosphere if you will Um, and I assumed that because I paid for this product experience that that bought me my way into their audience and it didn't. And I got really frustrated and disappointed and um, wasn't my best self. And I thought, wrongfully assumed that, well, I bought this thing, like it was a lot of money and that not that like what I get because I paid for this? So fast forward to recently, I was reading a book by Russell Brunson. Uh, Surprise, surprise. He is someone, by the way, who is a dream collaborator of mine. Again, I feel like I can say this because he's not listening right now, but it will happen one of these days. And I'll talk a bit more about what we're going to, my tips for how to get in with your dream 100 and how I plan to do that with Russell Brunson today. (laughs) Maybe one day he'll listen to this, in which case Thank you for the ideas, Russell. So, okay, I think it's .com Secrets or Traffic Secrets. One of his books, he talks about this idea of having a dream 100 list. A dream 100 list is sitting down and making a list of 100 people who you would love to collaborate with. You would love to get in front of their audience. Now, I will admit I've started to do this and I have not gotten to 100 yet. So shame on me. I need to continue to do that. I will say, and this is me, this is like not accurate, but this is what I told myself why I haven't done it so far. So tisk tisk. But in the quilting community, like hundred influencers, are there, you know, are there hundred people who in the quilting industry who... Have an audience, you know, yes, there are. Like, honestly, there really are. But also, this is where I myself need to branch out. There are other people in other communities outside of my industry that are very successful and have an amazing audience that I can get in front of. So, for example, Jeff Walker, I read, I read his book Launch. I would love to. In fact, my goal is to reach out and see if he'll be on the podcast. Stacey Tuschel. I'm in her uh, well-oiled operations course program right now. I would love to somehow be in front of her audience. Russell Brunson, we all know. Um, so there are, are people, you know, that they're not in the quilting community. They're in other industries, but they are absolutely successful. They are absolutely entrepreneurs. and whether it's sharing a success story, like Jeff Walker, I used his book in his launch product launch formula and it worked really well so you know I, I can look beyond just the quilting industry so take off any anytime you find yourself having a limiting mindset of like what I did earlier by saying oh well I, are there that many people in the quilting community for one yes there are so that's, that's a limiting mindset in and of itself. But two, to think that I can only look in this one community. I mean, the sign, one of the signs of an entrepreneur who's really going to make it is that you can be creative and resourceful. And when, when you come up to a situation or a mindset where you feel like you're limited, rephrase it. You know, say, wait, what, what if this wasn't a limitation? What if there were 100 people? Where would I find them? and rephrase that and start to, you know, what if this looked different? What if I had success? So there we are. Russell Brunson said, identify your dream 100. Then once you have your dream 100, you can't work on all 100 at one time. So pick one, possibly two people and work on building a relationship with them. In fact, Russell Brunson in his book talks about getting a secondary email account to opt into your Dream 100s list, to just use it as kind of a business study so that you're not bogging down your inbox, your business inbox with all of these things that you're opting in for. But you can go there and, you know, have that email to to do the next step. So the next step is, again, pick one or two of these Dream 100, follow them. So a note about social media. You want to use social media as a business owner and not a consumer. So that means when you go onto to social media, you're not going to look at people who would, you know, quote unquote, be selling the same product as you. Uh, you're going to go look for your Dream 100. You're going to go look for the people who you want to grow and be like and emulate. And you want to study what they are doing and what's working for them. So you're not going on to peruse for fun you're going on to study for business and so one of the things you want to do is follow these one or two people that you're going to focus on and really look at what they're offering because most likely if they are successful they have something that they're offering at this time they have a course they have a membership they have a product they have a challenge they have something that's either going on or that's going to be happening soon And so you want to opt in and join that thing. It might be a product that you buy from them. It might be opting into their email list. If they have an opt-in, go ahead and opt in and see what kind of journey they take you on. And so just a side note for me, I plan to buy from Russell Brunson his ClickFunnels 2.0. I absolutely want to be in his inner circle one day and be one of his two comma club members. Um, so to do that, I know that you need to have purchased ClickFunnels. So I plan to do that because I, I want to be in the inner circle. So, you know, kudos because that's great marketing. Um, I, it feels so desirable to me that I, yeah, I'm going to buy ClickFunnels 2.0. And in fact, another thing that is really great to do, not just opt in, but like, Post and share about and tell people about this person who you like. You want to be on their radar. You want them to be like, who? Who is this person that keeps showing up? Not in an annoying way, but in like a, this product is amazing. Check this out. So something I actually wanted to do but didn't do when I was in Florida for the art gallery entrepreneur trip. We did a little book study together of one of Russell Brunson's oh. books. We came together and talked about it. And I meant to, but didn't, so another time, to have all of us hold up our books and take a photo together and then post it in my stories and tag Russell. So he could be like, oh, wow, who's this person who's not only reading my book, but sharing about it with other people Um, and just getting on their radar. And I will tell you from personal experience, I have people in my audience who have 100% done this and it works. Like I have certain students in my quilt pattern writing course who post often about their success and that they're working on their quilt pattern. And they've done it so much that I now know them by name because I see them tagging me. I repost their stories to my stories. I'm very flattered that they are enjoying my content so much that they are posting about it and like actually having such a great experience with it. It's very flattering. And when it comes down to it, we are all human beings who like to be recognized for what we're doing. We like to be thanked. We like to be acknowledged. And so if you can do that for these people who you want to work with, that's golden. You know, you want to really, and they will notice. They will notice. Trust me, as one who's been there, I notice when people share about a pattern that's released or leave a review on my podcast or do something that is very flattering to me especially if it's something that I'm asking like oh I'd love for you to leave a review well that's easy then you know you can leave a review and leave your name and that stands out to me and so that's what you want to do with your dream 100 find you know especially if they're saying post or repost this or use this hashtag, that's an easy way for them to be like, oh, look, this person did that. Then that's flattering for them. It's also really great if you can be personable, you know, talk about things. For example, I went to lunch with a friend, an Instagram friend, and she was like, oh, how are your kids doing? I remember a story they posted on your anniversary during COVID where you couldn't go out to eat and they made a nice restaurant dinner for you at home the fact that she remembered that and brought that up and asked how my kids were doing it really stood out to me. I was like, "Oh, she remembers and cares and it's not just business. Like this is personal and she it's it's a friend, you know? It brings it to that more personal level." So if you can talk to them about things, you know, that are beyond I'm just trying to think of DMs right now even People who send me funny DMs about an inside joke that maybe I mentioned something quirky and then they'll send me, oh I know. <laughs> there was someone who we were talking about cats and that we both like cats. And I asked if they were a Taylor Swift fan. And then they sent me a DM with Taylor Swift and cats and you know, just thought saw this and thought of you. Just quirky, but like, oh, they remembered that conversation and I will forever like that stands out, that's something unique and personable and fun. And so it's really, I mean, working with your Dream 100, it's having good people skills, which again, it's very candid and vulnerable for me to share that because of my experience earlier where, I mean, I like to think that I'm a fairly personable, you know, I know social etiquette, but the business world is new. and. And I just wrongfully assumed that, oh, well, I bought my way into their inner circle. So that's all that it takes. I mean, even with Russell Brunson, it's not like once I buy ClickFunnels 2.0, all of a sudden I'm his best friend, you know? Um, not that that's what I'm aiming for, but it's not like all of a sudden he's going to put me in front of his audience or I'm going to have instant success, you know? So I have learned the hard way that it really is not about buying your way in but it is about knowing what they're doing, participating in what they're doing, and then really being a big fan and an advocate. And then if you can get in the room with them, nothing beats personal connections. In fact, in the quilting community, I I found it kind of frustrating at first actually, when I had my monthly subscription box, I was opening different sales accounts with wholesalers with different fabric companies and one of the companies they would not open an account until a sales rep came and met with us and i was so annoyed i was like oh i just chop chop like i'm on a deadline this has got to happen and this just seems so old school like why are you having a sales rep come to my house well it is not dumb it turns out they know what they're doing there is something to those personal connections when it came time for a month where i was like hmm what should i do this or that if my rep had something that they were like hey this is brand new there was something about having that personal connection and friendship with that rep that i almost wanted to like pay it back You know, I was like, well, they've done so much for me. They would send me free little gifts. They would let me know when something came out. If I really loved something, they'd give me a free sample or copy. And it really is, we are human connection people. You know, we are about connections. We love other people. And I mean, generally, unless you've got something really wrong with you, but, um, you know, we, we congregate in groups. We have families. We have friends. There's something about this loyalty where if I give you something, I feel like I, re- you know, that you return it. Now, don't, don't expect that. Like I said, don't, don't do this like, well, now they owe me. But you're doing this to build an actual relationship and a personal connection with somebody. And that is a very powerful thing. So if you can get in the room with that person. And then if you get a chance to talk to that person, do not ask them for a favor yet. Talk to them about their family, about something great that they've done that you've loved. Tell them a funny story that you heard that from them, you know, something that will stand out, almost like if you watch The Bachelor, except everyone does such a bad job of this on The Bachelor, but the first night they want to do something memorable to be remembered by The Bachelor. Sometimes they really fall on their face, you know, but the best ones are the ones that are flattery or maybe give a little gift. Now, you don't want to be moochy and or anything like that, but just don't ask for anything up front. And again, I was on the what giving end of this, I guess, with the person who I mentioned at the beginning where I was like, well, now I bought their thing. So can I have this? Can I what about this? And I was asking for what they could do for me. It didn't go well surprise it didn't go well and now I've been on the other end it has come full circle and I'll share one major way that it came full circle but um, but for now I will say that I have definitely had people who especially when I had the monthly subscription box they would meet me and say oh hey I have patterns can you put what do I need to do to get my pattern in your box which there's you know nothing wrong with pitching yourself but it was a bit of a turnoff if like I didn't know them and the first thing they ever ask is, what can you do for me? You know, here, what can you do for me? It's, it's just a bit of a turnoff. And so you do not want to ask until you know that you have done your due diligence, that if nothing else that you have posted and really shared about and that they are kind of aware who you are. Something else that is important is to be able to stand on your own two feet. Have a product or a service that is of value and quality, you know, that you actually have a quality something. You're not a nothing and you're expecting them to really lift you up out of obscurity. You need to have something of value, you know, that's really quality. And that right there is a lot, you know, having something of value it's really inappropriate to hope and assume that someone's going to make you or break you, you know? Um, So this would be seen as like a nudge forward working with a dream collaborator, but it's not going to be, this will make me. And if I don't get this, then I'm nothing. You know, you want to have something on your own. And then know that a time will come for you to pitch or reach out to this dream 100 person. Now, you know, you might be like, well, I'm only doing one at a time. So like, how am I going to do multiple people? Honestly, just do one at a time. Like I said, you start with the one, you opt into something, you buy one of their small ticket items, listen to their podcast, read their blog, join their newsletter or whatever. And then for a couple of weeks, just kind of post about and share and then move on to the next person and, and just kind of keep cycling through. And keep those people, you know, hop on social media, scroll through, see what's going on. Every once in a while, comment, DM, repost. And over a while, you will be surprised how many people you have followed, made connections with. And then the time will come. This is the time where you can offer something to this person on your Dream 100 that benefits their audience. So keep that in mind. You are still serving them. You're serving them in a way that also serves you. So let me share what that would look like. You could say, hey, I have this great tutorial that would be perfect for your audience. I think they'd really love it. If I write this tutorial, would you be interested in sharing that with your audience? Now, all of a sudden, they are sharing about you to their audience. Ideally, you would use that to, like, build your email list or sell something. I would personally choose building the email list because then you have their email and you can contact them over and over again instead of just hoping to get the one-time sale. Uh, but, you, you know, you could offer them a free bonus. If they have a course or a mastermind or a, a membership, you could offer to be a guest. Or you could do, take some work off of their plate. Like, oh, I see that you do a lot of X, Y, Z. I do that too. If you ever want me to do that for you, I would love to. And somehow make sure that it's a way that you are getting in front of their audience. So let's talk about some things not to do. So I kind of mentioned this before, but do not buy your way in thinking that they owe you. So when you buy something from someone, all they owe you is that product. They don't owe you anything else. You know, you're not buying their friendship, you're not buying their um, loyalty, you're not buying their follow on social media, you're simply buying the product, and that's what you get in exchange. So that was something that I did, you know, in the past, and it did not serve me well. And then, full circle, I had someone recently who signed up for my uh, quilt pattern writing course. And it was very, very interesting to be on this end of it, where they had assumed that because they signed up for my course, that it meant that certain things would follow. And they were really hurt that it didn't include those things. And for me to have gone through that experience myself, where I had purchased something and assumed that it meant access and different things, and to go through that pain and the disappointment and the hurt and all of the things and then to have that happen where I was the one behind it was very full circle and all of the things that I've been reading and studying became so apparent and I just I mean the school of hard knocks you cannot every mistake every opportunity that in quotes went wrong things happen for a reason I really do believe that. So me with that first experience where I felt like, oh, darn, this wasn't what I expected. A person could look at that and say, oh, well, you burned a bridge there. That's over. First of all, hopefully I didn't burn a bridge permanently. Um, Second of all, never is something that you learn lost. You know, that is information that I will value and I will never forget unless I get amnesia. And then to have someone feel that way towards me was very insightful and not in a way. I mean, if anything, I have compassion for that person. I have been there. I know how that feels. And that's partly why I want to share this today with you listeners so that the expectations can be clear. Just that the etiquette of what you get when you purchase something and how to work with dream collaborators. So on that, what not to do, you don't want to reach out and ask for favors, really, ever. You want to reach out at down the road and offer to serve their audience, but you do not want to ask for favors or like, "Can you help me with this? Could you do this?" That's a, a, a big ask of a best friend, but it's an inappropriate ask of someone who wants to collaborate. You know, if you want to collaborate with someone, you definitely don't want to be naggy. Again, I can look back at my experience and me being like, oh, hey, what about this? What about this? I totally did that. So as I said, it's a very candid, vulnerable conversation for me to share that. But, um, but then I've also had that done to me. And I've, I've had both. I have had people who reach out and like, could you do this? Just asking a favor, especially when there's not a relationship there. I have had um, people also reach out and offer to do things. Like I have a student right now who reached out and they're a curriculum planner at a college level. And she's like, I would love to help you with the curriculum for this course. I'm so beyond excited and flattered that like I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's talk about this. So she and she was so nice about how to approach it, not like you need this, you know, but like, hey, this is what I've done professionally at a college level. And if you're interested and I was and but she made it very easy that like, don't worry if you're not. But if you are, I'd love to do that. And and that serves me and that serves her. You know, this could be something she does professionally where I share her that working with her and how that went. And I can share her to other people who are also doing courses and what a great job she did. So super smart of her and such a great ask if she could do that for me, if I'm interested. And I've had other people reach out, hey, could I do this? And someone right now who is an alumni who reached out and said, I'm thinking of starting a business where I make cover quilts for people. Let me know if you want me to do that. And sure enough, I, right now, I'm trying to get two quilts published that have my new fabric line and I am in a time crunch. I'm past what I wanted to do, you know, my due date. So I reached out to her and was like, could I hire you? Are you still off for you? Let's do this. And I'll probably hire her again. And so that serves me and it serves her. So it's not totally like I'm just self-sacrificing so that I can hopefully be in the good graces of this person. No, they're building their business. They're being smart with their business and strategic but they're also serving me. It's, it's actually helping me. It's not just an ask of like, hey, could you tell people that I do this? But here, why do, could I offer this to you? And if you like it, would you share about it? So that's, that's a really great way to approach someone versus like just asking if they could do a favor for you. Um, again, those are reserved for like best friends and spouses and sparingly because we respect people and their time, you know. and and, and hopefully we as business owners and individuals are good at having boundaries, but we're probably not. We're all trying to figure that out and be a little bit better. And so, yeah, I mean, just my last note here is just don't ask them for things. Remember, you are serving them. You're being a friend to them. I mean, these people who are reaching out, they, they are in my circle of influence. They're students of mine, which also means they are very up close and personal to me. They are seeing what I'm putting out and what I'm struggling with and what I might potentially benefit from. So there is another reason why it's really good to be in the room, so to speak. I mean, physically, yes, but like sign up for their things, see what they're teaching and offering. I mean, Russell Brunson, again, like right now I know that he says, hey, if you, you can be an affiliate for ClickFunnels, you can if you don't want to start your own product you can build funnels for other people and so I know that he's thinking of other ways to branch out his business if I wanted to I could think of some way of like hey here's a really cool template that would be great for a click funnel I mean ways that serve their business but would also get my name in front of their audience so thinking of a connection in a mutually beneficial way and then just to those who might be like, well, this sounds but like it could be kind of shady, or maybe you're just trying to be friends with them to get something out of this. One, you are getting to know them to see if you're a good match. I mean, sometimes, let's be honest, how many of us have gotten to know someone in whatever industry or in just in, in life? Let's bring it to a friend level. Let's say there's someone you wanted to be friends with. You went out. I don't know, for lunch and you realize, nope, don't like that person. That was not what I thought that was going to be. And so you end it. It's the same here. You have these dream 100, but there will definitely be people that you are going to go down the path of following them and listening, getting to know them. And you're going to be like, oh, you know what, actually not such a good match for whatever reason. And I could, there's different people in this entrepreneurial world that I've done that. You know, I, I bought like a $2,000 training thing and after I purchased it I was like oh yeah no this is not the mentor that I want Um, and that's not money lost like if anything if you think it's money lost then sure it's going to be money lost but I look at it as okay let's evaluate what I didn't really like about this why did it rub me the wrong way and let's also be okay with the fact that I'm not going to be for everyone and that's okay too you know some people might come down and get to know me and be like nope not for me you want that you want to attract and repel i know that doesn't sound like what you really want to do like no no i want to attract everyone trust me you really don't you want to attract and repel like whatever you offer is going to bring the right people real quick real fast near and dear to your heart and the people who are not your cup of tea they will recognize that and they will go the other way it will make you happier as a business owner. I cannot stress that enough. Have any of you ever had that customer that is not the ideal customer that you're like, I would, I would give anything to just give them their money back and not have to deal with this anymore, you know? And if you haven't, you will as you keep going down the business path. So it's better to just be upfront, be you, be clear, and repel the people who are not going to be your ideal client, you know? That Will make you happier down the long run. It really will. So no, it's not. I mean, part of getting to know these people and follow them, it's not like oh, you're just doing that to get something for not, you know, to schmooze up to them so you can get something from them. It's to know if you actually really want to collaborate with them, if their audience really is going to be your ideal audience, if like their values align with your values, and then as far as the idea of oh, you're just trying to get something from them. I mean, not to sound too, like, I don't know, slimy, but I would venture to say that every relationship we have in this life is we are giving and getting something. Whether it's humor, whether it's safety, joy, satisfaction, uh, status, whatever it might be, we, we are in a relationship because we give and we receive. It's a mutually beneficial thing. That is what the human connection is about. And there is nothing slimy about growing a good business. I just have seen it so many times where people are like, ooh, that feels slimy. We have got to rewrite that story in our minds. Being business savvy is not being slimy. That being friends with someone because you honor and respect their business and you want to get in front of their audience there's nothing slimy about that. That's smart. I mean, I've even had some people say, I don't know, I've heard different things about business. Like, oh, you're only doing that because XYZ. i Z. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, it's good business. And that's, that is exactly why I'm doing that. And there's no shame. There is no shame in learning what works, what sells, what's going to help people decide if they're going to buy it now versus not buy it ever. Uh, it's it's good business. And so learning how to create relationships with people, that's also good business. It's, it's a people skill. And so learning how to get along well with people, how to make friendships and connections, learning how to get in the room with people and just be seen, that's business. People, business skills. They go hand in hand. And so yeah, it's it's okay. You don't need to feel slimy about it. It's it's a fun thing. It's very rewarding. And honestly, one of the things as I move forward in my business has brought me the most joy. I will also say too, like doing this dream 100 list, just something to think about and to kind of I don't know that I'd say be aware of or be wary of, but but just to think about Don't get caught up in the um, only focusing on what you want as far as like reaching up because the people who surround you, who are around you are, I feel like, and this may sound a bit woo, but I feel like are there for a reason. And people who you come across paths with just because their audience might not be bigger than yours or they might not be able to like serve you right now doesn't mean that you don't build those connections and those friendships and I mean just for friendship's sake but again thinking business-wise some of the most beneficial and meaningful connections have come from people who at the time it was just someone who I sat with at a, a dinner at quilt market or someone who I talked with at a booth and we really clicked and we stayed in touch And then, lo and behold, down the road, it has been a really meaningful friendship that has also boosted my business. So don't lose sight of the connections you have with people who aren't on your Dream 100 list. Like there is much to be had with people surrounding you at all different levels and connections. So yes, keep working on the Dream 100, but don't lose sight of the people who are right around you thinking that, well, because they're not on my Dream 100, it's not of value or it's not worth my time, that that would be some opportunities lost, really. Um, I mean, one that I'm thinking of, Stacy of Gingerbur. I met her mm, 2016, I want to say, at Quilt Market. It was her very, very first fabric line. And she herself, we just chatted earlier today, she was like, I was such a greenie. I was such a newbie. I had no idea what was going on. And No one knew at that time what her business would look like in 2022, going into 2023, how successful she would be. But we made this connection, you know, way back when we were both just starting. I had just started the box. We had put her fabric line was the very first fabric line that we did. Not first. It was one of the first. Sorry, that came out in October. Okay. Now I'm reminiscing and going down that path. But we did a fun black and white box and we had her fabric line and... We made this connection and we've stayed in touch and stayed friends ever since. And just recently, she was an affiliate for my course and I was an affiliate for her course. And we've done bonus content for each other's courses. And so that friendship has really blossomed into something mutually beneficial for our businesses. But it didn't start out because like, ooh, this is a great connection. I need to really make sure that... We stay in good graces, you know. It was just an honest, like we liked each other, and in some ways, those are almost more endearing if you can find someone who you just hit it off. Especially if you're both at the beginning of your career, and then down the road, you know, like oh, they're not here for anything else but me because they've only known me since I since I was just starting. You know, I didn't have anything to offer as far as my business goes, but they were there and they stuck around with me. Um, so don't put aside or undermine the relationships with people who you know don't just go looking for stepping stones of people to build you up like I guess it comes back to actually be a nice person and be friends with people and your friendships will will benefit you more than you can even realize or imagine so there are my ideas I mean a lot of which really do come from Russell Brunson but but they have become my own because I have lived them I have both been The person who did not follow that advice, I then read and studied and learned these tips. And I have now seen it where I have experienced people reaching out to me in both the ideal and the not ideal ways. And I myself am planning to reach out to people on my Dream 100 and to work my way through. You heard a few of my ideas with Russell Brunson, but there are other people on my Dream 100 list that I absolutely am. Working towards and you know following and getting in their atmosphere so that I am known by them, and uh, for those of you in my audience who have reached out and been just a loyal friend or customer and shared about what you love, it doesn't go unnoticed. So um, keep doing those good things, whether it's to me or someone else who you are really wanting to like collaborate with or work with. It it doesn't go unnoticed that you are seen and they appreciate what you're doing. So just keep going, being a nice person and building those friendships and those business connections. And let's own our businesses. Let's be proud of our businesses and be smart about how we're growing our businesses. You know, Get in front of these audiences of our dream customers, of our dream 100. Let's borrow their audience and, and really share your product that you have grown and honed and made a really great product. So thank you for being here for this episode of the Craft a Career podcast. Next week, I'll be back with a brand new episode. And until then, have a wonderful week.